How else are you going to get bitten by a radioactive dog and get dog powers? You become the dog man of Wisconsin. Yeah. Now we're bringing in folklore from our local state. Look at that stuff. Oof. I, too, enjoy the Wisconsin's traditional stories of the dog man of Wisconsin. Do you actually know anything about that? No. Super not relevant right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No. You can try and tap I'm into that to... later, but not now. Like, no, we're tapping into it now, Brandon. We need to make a dog based off of a freaking uh, hodag. Where was this knowledge? Look up the hodag, kids. Would you know what? In the video? Nope. 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 Hopefully. hopefully when did we ever go over Unova content? Who knows? Also, but hopefully, is France. Hopefully the gallery region is going to have a lot of like old Irish stuff. Fairies and stuff? Yeah, that'd be rad. They just have a a, a mad Sweeney Pokemon. <laughs> he just yells the C word repetitively. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, as we'll discuss in the new business in strategy announcement, that is Nintendo's new method. That's their new methodology. Yeah, just like if we yell the C word enough times. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Ryan Reynolds. from. Oh, man, we watched Detective Pikachu as a group, didn't we? Yep. That's happened since then. Welcome to Lake of Rage Radio, folks. I mean, I guess, do we even introduce ourselves? Do we even say that I am Jake? No. You are Brandon, and this right here is Travis, back again, and he's alive. I swear, we didn't kill him. This is real Travis, not an animatronic. (laughs) This is not some sort of weekend at Travis's. You know, I feel like this is the first time that this has felt like a real podcast and not like some real stiff garbage because any good podcast that I've listened to has no sense of actual structure. And they can't get their self together. But it's good, it's funny, it's entertaining, and that's what the people want. Good Christian. I, too, listen to almost exclusively One Family's podcast. That's not true. I like a good Christian non sequiturs. <laughs> so as such, yeah, let's actually just get into... Do we want to start with Detective Pikachu? Do you thoughts on that? I think that? we might as well. Okay. I think let's start with Detective Pikachu so we can we can we can do like a cool like little segue, like drift a segue in to uh, Yeah, like you uh, just you know Hunter. how you just pull up and you just like got your segue? And you're like, yeah, I'm here now. And I got a segue. Well, you wanna like Tokyo drift in a segue. Yeah. You gotta do multi track drifting. But in a segue. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're on we're on the same page here. I'm glad. This is a f- quality podcast right now i'm so glad that we swear now in this podcast we, because we don't really don't use the f word yeah we really don't do we not no, no. yeah we do no you do that's fine brandon and i usually don't yeah i don't know i'll probably beep you that one out swears in the last couple ones brandon i don't know about that you can totally do i know that so at one point you say right. shit but i think that's it wow okay making me the vulgar one yeah which is this isn't. There's I no bit know. here. Yeah, I'm the vulgar one. That's not true. I'm totally the vulgar one. <laughs> I'm not gonna have to be- bleep out a lot of this. <laughs> no, it's fine. We have three viewers. Yeah, and it's At a good Christian best. podcast. It's not. One of them is a good Christian boy. Sure, sure. All right, whatever. Anyways, Detective Pikachu. We watched Detective Pikachu. Boys, what do you think about Detective Pikachu? Uh, Put my hand in front of my mouth so we can get a nice good awful audio clip from me there asking that question <laughs> uh overall movie was enjoyable nothing phenomenal from a writing standpoint i'd say but definitely enjoyable there's a couple plot holes that i still don't understand but like the torteras 
That's not really a plot hole. That's, yeah, that's not really a plot hole. It's just garbage hole. is what it was. It was I thought garbage. it was a really it was cool awful. scene. No. no it, it was a scene written just to show off what they could do. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Like no. the, the one plot hole is they're on a platform that's rising up and then they jump to a different platform and then when they land, they're now higher than on a platform that was raising up. It's just a weird cut. So I, I want to go back and watch that. Like I want to go see the movie again, just to get another look at that scene and see like if it's actually that they're jumping to something higher or if it's just like the other one was moving up faster and they were trying to jump onto it before it passed them, kind of thing. I don't want to go see the movie again. I want to just see the movie again because I have a feeling that going and seeing the movie again would be a waste of ten dollars. Well, you also you did miss the best part in the film. That's yeah, because I got food poisoning halfway through the part. film and then like went into a fugue state. Uh, I got really dizzy and I walked out into the the main foyer of the theater and uh, like the carpet was spin. Like you know how like carpeting has patterns. You know how carpet spins, right? Moving? Yeah, you know how like patterns in the carpet move and then you start to see into other dimensions and stuff. Yeah, that was happening. And I went into the bathroom and I thought I was gonna to just spew like uh old reliable the geyser you know but i didn't and i just like stood there clutching my stomach for a hot second and it felt like someone was stabbing me there and then i come back and i've missed the funniest bits and like it's towards the end of the scene where they're in the underground pokemon ring which is in the trailer so that's not a spoiler i mean spoilers we're gonna talk about specific things i was figuring that we would like discuss the movie as spoiler free as we could for a second then say hey spoilers going forward and then like post we could edit in like say skip to this timestamp. man that sounds like a lot of editing and we are not going to have to do that we'll just like it's a single edit it's also detective pikachu sorry guys if we spoil this for you starting right this second all right right now spoilers from here on out for detective pikachu so, like, I mean, don't watch it if you really want to care about a movie that is not, like, real heavy on plot. Like, it is, it is in my opinion, a really decent 90s buddy cop film made for kids. That is exactly what this feels like. But then they slapped Pokemon on it, which makes it watchable. Because I'll be honest with you, buddy cop movies are kind of trash. Whoa. See, that's where we're going to have to disagree, because I love buddy cop movies. I literally wrote a paper on how cliche and awful buddy cop movies are. I love how samey and familiar buddy cop movies are. They're comforting to watch. Yeah. Like, like I, don't, a hug I, don't, I don't like them, but that's just because, like, not for the... I don't find them, oh, like, unnecessarily cliche to the point where it detracts from them like they are the cliche like just like spy movies like if you like them you like them it's it's not like one buddy cop movie is inherently like detracting from the quality of the genre that the whole genre is like that yeah that's what i'm saying that's no, that's like that. saying because i don't like vanilla or like i like vanilla ice cream all strawberry ice cream is trash like people going in for Brandy, strawberry. You lost me back. I think you're on a different plane of existence right now, friend. No, I have no idea what you're talking. Like about. the claim that just because something is tropey means it's bad is no. That's not what I said at all. You said you wrote a paper 
on how tropey and terrible buddy cop movies are. Yeah, those are two separate thoughts. Buddy cop movies are tropey and comma space generally bad. Yeah, that's because that's what they are. Just like strawberry ice cream and strawberry. Like, it's just a different style. Like, it's not... You can go ahead and cut this out to stop embarrassing yourself right now. No, no. I'll I'll, I'll take one for the team if that's what you think this is. But... No, no. You know what this is, Brandon? This is the podcast ending right now. (laughs) This is the this is the straw that broke the camel's back. The weird discussion about strawberry ice cream. Vanilla and strawberry? There's a good dichotomy there, Lurge, of vanilla and chocolate that makes way more sense to be using here. But strawberry ice cream? I felt like chocolate... Uh, really? No. Shut up, you Neapolitan Travis. So chocolate, I felt, was too much of a dichotomy. Like, it's too much of a, like, the, like, pinnacle of one in the opposite. Whereas strawberry is just like a weird, it's still sweet, like Travis and Jake. It's It's like like a a sweet, soft vanilla, like flavor. It's honestly pretty close to vanilla in some ways, and so it's like close. Like you could have like a hardcore detective thing, and you have another kind of same, there. But like, sure, yeah, it's might might not be the most obvious or intuitive comparison, but it's the one that felt right in my heart, and that's what (laughs) makes it better. So you know what would be really awesome? All right, no, hold on. Brandon just shamed me right there, and I gotta, I gotta, um, this man just ended my whole career. Yeah. Podcast is over. God dang it. So I would totally go and see a Pokemon Die Hard movie. Okay, so pause right here. I think we just spent 10 minutes discussing strawberry ice cream, which I think makes this the best podcast episode yet. Maybe. We'll leave that for the historians to decide. But the point is, just because a movie's like samey, cliche and samey doesn't necessarily mean like you have to you have to take a dump on it. I wasn't. The word I said this was a good '90s sitcom. Like, <laughs> no, I'm talking about you were saying that buddy cop movie. <laughs> that all buddy cop movies are terrible. Yeah, we're, no, okay. we're so, defending so, the so, genre of buddy cop movies. I'm defending. And I, like, Myself right now. Yeah, you're <laughs> vicious onslaught. You're on team you. I'm on team whatever. And I guess Travis is just standing for buddy gut movies right now. Like good for yep. him. But <laughs> listen, I watched a lot of awful direct to VHS '90s movies growing up, and buddy cop movies made up about fifty percent of them. So after a while, it just grates on your psyche, and eventually, you consider. Like, you always ask yourself, so when is the partner going to get shot or injured and then have a quote-unquote life-threatening illness defeat or whatever, but at the end of the movie will be perfectly fine? And the fact that that happened in Detective Pikachu drove me absolutely insane. Yeah, but, like, I watched a lot of samey, boring action movies as a kid, and I still love samey, boring action movies. Even if they're yeah, and I've played every Pokemon game, and they're the exact same game over and over again with different plot points. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And I whoa. love them for that, they're so I can totally agree with that. Totally different here. Looking at like Sun and Moon versus Gold and Silver, vastly different games. Fair, fair. It's because they innovate, they escalate, they, they change things, they make it better. Unlike buddy cop movies. Well. <laughs> 
No, that's what Detective Pikachu is. It's the next evolution of buddy cop movies. Yeah, it's, it's buddy the next cop evolution movies. of film. It's buddy cop movies, but with Pokemon. And as we know, Pokemon always innovates. Therefore, this is a new innovation of buddy cop. Movies I'm saying this was good. Hold on, let me tell you that. Level. I was saying this is good, and if it didn't have Pikachu in it, Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, I think this movie would have been strictly worse. I suppose, like, after all this discussion, we can actually talk about the movie, sure. Um. <laughs> Did we want to, like, eventually? Because, like, another, like, four uh. minutes have passed of us just arguing about nothing, and I think it's great. I think, like, if Evan watches this episode, or listens to this episode, rather, I think this will feel really right at home for him. So it'll be, like, a, get, like a, a Friday night for him, just hanging out with the three of us. Yeah, probably. But, um... That sounds about right. No, there's some weird choices direct, like from a story standpoint in the movie that I really won't get into too much. Um, like the entire premise for why uh, Mewtwo like needed to find the son of the original detective never justified, never explained. It's just just the impetus for the story because the story needed an impetus, I guess. Kind of the same way with how he could understand Pikachu at the start. Yeah, no, that's also never explained. It's because he did cocaine. Well, like, there's no way that the other people who were having their Pokemon snort the R stuff, which is totally not a Team Rocket thing that they're setting up. No, they, they did. That was intentional, Travis. That's what it is in the video game, too. That's called sarcasm from Travis and Jake missing it. No, Travis, Travis isn't capable of sarcasm. So anyway, there's no way that the other people with the stuff didn't inadvertently huff some of it themselves. Like, I think the implication is because it wasn't actually that, and that's what you were just led to believe, and it's somehow because uh, Pikachu is the dad. I guess? Like, I think that it's supposed to be they have some weird spiritual bond, and you were just led to believe it was the R when... It was like neither one of them makes clear is the thing. Yeah, like it, it's my question is: Will Team Rocket give me cocaine that can let me understand my Gurk? Because if that's the case, I'm doing lines with a muck later. Well, heard here first. Yeah, that if you let your muck do doing lines, lines and shaking nines, bud. If you let your muck do the lines, your muck is going to kill you. Not necessarily me. Maybe I'm people. going to do lines with muck. This implies that you'll be standing next to your muck <laughs> and each, doing the lines. You've each got a rolled up twenty dollar bill. I think I had this conversation with you the other. Yes, first off, yes. First off, I think I had this conversation with you the other day, Travis. That legitimately, if I get killed by a muck with that base speed, I deserve to die because yes. that's a slow mother. If it's standing next, if it's like existing next to you. Muck. It's not like it has to reach far to smother you with its slimeness. Man, this podcast is awful. <laughs> we still haven't even talked about the movie. I've made one complaint, like two complaints on the plot. But like a significant portion of the movie is just under operating under the rule of cool. Like it's cool if oh, this yeah. happens. And it, this is cool, and suddenly this change happens in the story, and it makes no like logical sense. But wouldn't it be neat? Wouldn't it be nice if we... no? So wow, my thoughts on the movie were I really enjoyed seeing all the Pokemon walking around. I think we all said that, mm-hmm. and like it's just a 
well-written buddy cop movie. It's a lot of fun to watch. Mm, that was a statement you made that I don't agree with. What, you don't well like written? buddy cop movies. They've already that, that well-written was the word that I was having no, a problem I, I think with. that there was a lot of plot holes, but I think that it was enjoyable. I think that yeah. a significant portion of it the biggest... is just the like the kind of awe you get watching all the Pokemon and stuff. Rarely ever did they feel weirdly CGI or whatever. No, um, yeah. yeah, there was a couple spots where it seemed a little odd. The biggest one to me was Machamp. Or what was Machamp? Yeah, Machamp looked like weirdly glossy in like not a sweaty way. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, something weird about the lighting and his skin design. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, also when Pikachu got on Tim's shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was some bits where it looked a little off, but. Like, I think some of my favorite, like, scenes in it were, like, towards the start of the movie, there's the Pangoro just sitting on the bench with all the Panchans climbing all over it, mm-hmm. and it just seems like he's a father who's just lost complete control of his children, yep. and they're running roughshod all over him. And I absolutely love that. Um, that was the first time I've ever heard that turn of phrase. My thing, the biggest plot hole in the entire movie was when... They walk up in the bat into the bad guy's lair, and he evolves an Eevee into a Flareon, and he says, "Oh my God, that's a Flareon, Eevee's strongest evolution." No, no, it is not. That's not really a plot. No, Travis, that is that is blatantly. I'm not gonna lie to you. That legitimately took me out of the movie. Well, so, like my brain was like, so, "Well, on, no, okay, on. this is oof, whoa, what is this? What's Flareon's? Does Flareon have the attack? highest base attack? I think it does. Yes." I think it might be tied with Leafeon. So you're saying no, Leafeon has like base 130 physical defense. Really? Yeah. Uh, Flareon's base attack is 130. So it has the highest base attack. Which means yeah, Leafeon has 110 base attack. So it is technically um, the physically strongest. It is the strongest Eevee evolution. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I think everybody listening to this right now is just going to go ahead and agree with me, and you guys are on the wrong side of history with this comment, because that took me straight out of the movie. See, what took me straight out of the movie was when they're running from the the Greninjas, and they cause the Psyduck to have the psychic explosion, the Greninjas are hit by the psychic explosion, which as we all know, is not possible. So I thought of a way around this, mm-hmm. right? So these are like weird science Greninjas, right? Yes. So, what if they have protein? Because yeah, that makes sense. If and they used water, if they were using water shuriken, then they weren't a dark type Boom. anymore, and it's Brandon, okay. You are promoted to podcast king. <laughs> I can't be yeah. promoted to a position I already held. Ooh, controversial to no one. Um. So I guess let's talk about like the real the real stuff because this movie was you know it was good but like how about we talk about uh, yesterday's no there's one thing I gotta mention press conference yeah, this movie was nice. incredibly close like I have no idea how this movie was only rated PG there's a lot of oh, yeah. a lot of stuff going on in here Psyduck th- sex references plot references Psyduck threatens to murder someone Psyduck threatens to murder someone if they don't foot massage him which feels extortion it's weird it's weird <laughs> on a couple of um there's the part where they just straight up they just they just kill a mr mine 
Yeah, you missed the scene where they just yeah, murdered Mr. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. I missed the best scene in the goddamn. Oh, it's just it's just a scene of weird charades that like starts off not very funny and then kind of gets funny and then gets serious and then then all of a sudden you're trying to follow what's going on and next thing you know they're dosing a mine with imaginary kerosene and they drop a they drop a match on it. <laughs> So and you cut to black with the mime freaking out in the background as the flame travels towards him. Oh, don't forget how it made a foosh. Yeah, no, there was a very real foosh sound, which concerns me because Mr. Mime can make real walls. <laughs> so I think he might be able to make real fire. Well, but it would have been Tim Hold making on. the fire. Is Tim part Mr. Mime? No. Because, see, if you're if you're engaging with the mime in the mime experience, all I'm saying is that Tim was engaging in some sort of mime-based dialectic with Mr. Mime. Dialectic? I don't know if that's the right word there. I think it's... Dialogue? dialogue? Uh, I think he engaged no, in th- sort of some sort of mime-based dialogue? Uh, no, I think... Okay, maybe I'm slightly misusing it. It's uh, a dialectic is the art of investigating or discussing the truth of opinions. So, yeah, kind of misuse it. It's also inquiry into metaphysical metaphysical contradictions and their solutions. So I was kind of messing it up with just the in- interrogation, I suppose. But anyway, the point is he's pl- he's in this weird Mister Mime mind space, and I think that because Mister Mime believes mimes are real, which as we all know, mimes are not real. Oh. <laughs> mimes are fake. Yeah, mimes don't actually exist. Fun fact. I think, like, hypothetically, if you, like, you can mime at a Mr. Mime and it's real to the Mr. Mime. Yes. And then, Mr. Mime learns fire punch. <laughs> yeah, he also learns terror, terrorized screaming and silence. <laughs> it's not even a move, but he knows it. It's just something he can do. Yeah. It's like fake tears. No, those tears They're were real. Tears. <laughs> New Pokemon move, real tears. Ooh. Mr. Mime used Screech. Yeah, so I suppose that's the last thing I really wanted to touch on. The movie tackles a lot of really kind of adult subject matter. Plays around with jokes that aren't quite what you'd expect in a PG movie. I'm surprised it's not even PG-13. And honestly, like, it's just a couple, like, cusses away from R, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, Pikachu says hell, right? Uh, or damn. One of the two. Get the hell out of here. I think he might say both. He says some of the more PG-friendly swears, but yeah. So I guess we can tie that in and start going into the business thing. Um, one of the things that they talked about is how the... Uh, well, well let's, let's introduce it. So yesterday, um, Pokemon gave a... Hang on. Yesterday, the 28th. Eighth. Yeah. Pokemon gave a uh, press conference on a whole bunch of new stuff they plan on doing within the next year to the beginning, like through the rest of this year to the next beginning of next year. Uh, one of the things they did was, go ahead, Brandon, sorry. So just to tie it back in, uh, they talked about how the original Game Boy, or not Game Boy, <laughs> wow, the 3DS uh, Detective Pikachu game kind of ended on the cliffhanger. They're talking about they're going to be bringing the sequel to that. To the Nintendo Switch, or like the closing, the second half, it's got a different ending than the movie does. Um, and they're talking about how the movie was pretty successful. They mentioned that they're bringing on Hiro uh, Matsuoka from uh, Toho Productions, 
as a board member for Pokemon, and he's going to be helping move forward with, like, I guess... It's not, like, explicitly stated, but it seems like... He didn't like, say it was a Pokemon Cinematic Universe, yeah, but, but it's totally a Pokemon... Pokemon poke, it's a Pokemon Cinematic Universe. God damn. Um, Pokemon Cinematic Universe. Yeah, we even have uh, the the Studio Legendary confirmed a couple months ago that they're already writing a sequel to Detective Pikachu. Um, oh, really? Yeah. There's a couple of memes going around. My favorite one was uh, District Attorney Eevee. I saw that one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But, like, it might not even be necessarily a sequel to the direct storyline so much as maybe something in the cinematic universe. We'll see. So, what I love about this is that um, most of the founders and a lot of the people who work at Game Freak are humongous fans of the old kaiju movies like Godzilla and Gamera and stuff like that. And you can see it in the Pokemon designs. And, like, this has got to be, like, a dream come true for them working with Toho Studios, like, on like with together for making movies because like yeah as soon as matsuoka goes up on stage he starts like kind of comparing the pikachu movie to like godzilla he also then plugs godzilla <laughs> yeah he plugs it kind of hard and like when he leaves uh i forgot who was the main presenter but they were uh, like ishihara. yeah ishihara was like well that's enough about godzilla <laughs> it's no that like wow that was a completely unrelated plug Anyways, more Pokemon. Yeah, like, I want to believe that, like, he didn't even get approval to talk about Godzilla. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Hey, you should all go see Godzilla on Saturday. Yeah. Um, But I guess past that, um, we can just go into some of the other things they talked about. One of the things that I found really interesting, and I, I haven't checked, like, the stock price on this, but I have to assume it's gone up is um, they are talking about how they're expanding, like, they're reaching to the China region. Um, yeah. Because they're now doing, like, li- like more Chinese translations for the directs and uh, all that, like, other stuff, like the broadcast and whatnot. They're mm-hmm. um, partnering with some companies. I'm trying to remember the name of the one that they're using to create, a, like, a new version of uh, Pokemon, what was it, uh, Quest? Because they've got yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon Quest China, which is um, with like which has PvP, which yeah. I was like, whoa, where's PvP for me? I'd play that. Yeah, they're adding a whole bunch to it that we just don't have in the American version, and like so now that they have a company that can do licensing and stuff, like none of the other like Pokemon stuff is really available in China. Like, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, so this is the first thing that's been released there. Uh, looks like they're gonna kind of get their own outside treatment. of Hong Kong. Because Hong Kong is its own weird Hong Kong's spot. weird, yeah. It's got yeah. a lot of weird things with trade and whatnot, but... Um, well, it's also, like, technically part of China now, but also not officially part of China, and, like, still separate until 2047, I want to say. Real big, long history of a whole bunch of messed up stuff. Kids, read your history. It's really interesting. Yeah. There's also the really weird, and I'm assuming unintentional, it seems like mistranslation during that bit. Where at the end of the thing about Pokemon Quest, they're like, and stay tuned for more interesting games coming to China. Yeah. I don't know, but it's actually, like, maybe not a misquote. Because, like, yeah, in the future we'll have actually good games coming to China. In the future we'll have more news about more interesting games coming to China. Like, I get that it's supposed to be, like, additional interesting games. Or, like, additional exciting games, whatever was phrased. But it makes it sound like they're talking about there's going to be more exciting games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they know that not many people play Pokemon Quest, and that people just want the main series games. But the fact that they have a company helping make uh, the stuff China-friendly 
is a big deal. That's true, but I'm curious what they're going to do with a bunch of the Pokemon designs for China. I don't know. Because, like, Duskull can't exist. Oh. But China has a lot of laws regarding, like, having skulls and skeletons in their games and media. You can't do it. Hmm. I mean, you could just not include those Pokemon and stuff. I guess, but, like, if they bring over a main series game? I don't know. Well, you maybe? Like, Cubone? You know what? In all honesty, is it something I'm worried about? Like, I don't, I don't care if China gets a neutered Pokemon game. I'm an American. <laughs> I'm just going to keep getting my sweet Pokemon games and keep yeah, playing them. Yeah, but what them. I'm saying, like, is I'm curious who's going to be doing the designs for those Pokemon. I wonder if they'll just not include them. I don't think they can get away with that. I think they easily can. I think they can get away with not including those Pokemon in games way easier than redesigning Pokemon specifically for China. Maybe? Yeah. Also, it's might just be a thing where... The whole China exclusive games thing, or even just the China designing, only happens for like the mobile and sub games, and they still just release the general like regular games around, and then they could just find their way into China or something. I don't quite know. I don't think it's really worth speculating on how they're going to be changing stuff specifically for that. But it is exciting that they're going to be trying to access a whole new market. It's probably got to be really good for them. They're even opening up a uh, new Pokemon Center in singapore so oh, like yeah. they're definitely uh, i think they already have one in singapore well they, they just one. opened that one gotcha yeah um and then like and one in shibuya yeah they're opening up a shibuya one and that followed this year which will be i'm pretty sure near like a nintendo one just like in the same building or whatever just a weird nintendo yeah. store so like they're definitely moving forward with a lot more like i guess in uh like customer relations style storefronts which is good there's a lot of expansion coming from them that i like um the game the company that net uh, that pokemon is working for china is NetEase, which is like a big mobile gaming one i think yeah remember like when the thing popped up they like they popped up all the titles of the games they worked on and travis just said i don't recognize any of those it's like yeah, they're all in a different language. <laughs> yeah, but you can still recognize logos. Yeah. Agree. So, like... That's all they were, was logos. Yeah. I mean, there was all just ch- Chinese letters. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... That's, you said that's that if you saw the Pokemon lo- logo, but in Chinese, you wouldn't recognize it? Yes. Actually, yes. Unless it had a Pokeball on there, yes. Which it probably would. Maybe? But... The point is, it's just a lot of cool things that they're definitely working on expanding. Um, although most of those don't affect people in the United States. It's definitely... Well, as we know, China is our biggest market for the League of Rage Radio, and I really do feel like we don't want to exclude them in these conversations. <laughs> Maybe. Can you imagine... Can you imagine just a bunch of Chinese people listening to this garbage podcast... These these three dudes from Wisconsin. Where's Wisconsin? We don't know. Uh, in the middle of America somewhere. Maybe in Florida. We're not sure. Uh, they're just they're just I don't know. They're angry about Pokemon a lot. Using using the bad words we're not allowed to say. But let's let's really talk about the thing that's important here, and that's sleep with Pokemon. No, I mean we can first bring up like Pokemon Home. No, 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 no. Let's talk about sleeping with Pokemon. <laughs> because that is how they introduced it. 
And they also introduced it as, you've taken Pokemon on a walk with you, but now go to sleep. Play Pokemon while you're sleeping, which, Brandon, you just texted me WTF during the middle of that. <laughs> because, like, at first I assumed, like, I was like, okay, is this some sort of prank? Um, because it's just it's so ins- utterly insane. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the sad thing about this is? I'm totally down. Also, the most Nintendo thing in the entire world was said, and that was, get ready for the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Yeah. All right, Nintendo. You're amazing. You, The guy translating it started laughing when he said <laughs> like- it. I love that it's not just two plus signs, it's Pokemon Go Plus written out as a word, and then the plus sign. Absolutely. Mad lads, Nintendo. Mad lads, a lot of you. So, what the Pokemon... I just want to first start off with the name, right? Do you guys like the name? Pokemon Sleep? Yeah. I mean, Pokemon do sleep. No, okay, so here's here's what I want to say. I've got some, like, discourse over the... That's probably the word I was looking for before, not dialectic discourse. Mime-based so discourse. I think, there's an, I think there's a word we're, we're looking for, but it doesn't... It's okay. Um, so, with Pokemon Go, right? Mm-hmm. It's about walking, right? Mm-hmm. So when you walk, you go places. Mm-hmm. This time, they use, like, the means as the name instead of the result. So the last one, the means was walking... And the result was going. Um, so you want to say like Pokemon Sleep? It should be like Pokemon Dream or something. Like they have the Dream World already established. I think that this is going to tie in with Gen 5's release. Because this is coming out in 2020. I'm going to... Like they'll have like Muna and Masharna as like the main like things involved in this. Like Gen 5 had the Dream World. Like something about this just screams Gen, Gen 5 time. Gen 5 and go. Yeah. Okay. So what else would I mean? I don't know a Gen Five remake. They're just gonna skip over Sinnoh remakes and go straight to Gen Five. Man, that would <laughs> piss off so many people. I'm down. So how this like says we know nothing of the implementation of this. We have a like a base understanding of the tech involved, and well, the tech involved isn't that difficult to understand. There's already smartphone apps that will track your sleep like that. Yeah, and also Google already tracks your sleep. It stops giving you notifications during the time it recognizes that you're sleeping. Google's watching you. Yeah, wow. We Full li- stop. We live in the we live in the age of big data. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, we all know, Jake. <laughs> Anyone care. who doesn't know is willfully ignorant. You're owned by tech companies. It's fine. Yeah, and honestly, if this is the tech company that's owning me, I feel safe and comforted. I don't, Thank you, Pokemon. Uh, like, it's still partnering with Niantic, which is owned by Google. So, yeah. and like, Google's motto used to be, don't be evil, but they got rid of that, which is pretty ominous, if you ask me. No, Brandon, it's not only ominous, it's horrifying. <laughs> I'd say it's... I, it's like, I saw... I saw I'd a say post it's downright like, disturbing. I saw a post that was like... You don't realize how disturbing it is when your coworker has a sign that says don't snap and kill all of my fellow employees until they take the sign down. <laughs> like, then it becomes even more concerning. Yeah. So uh, what it is is it's uh, the Pokemon Go++. Uh, there's just a simple, as far as we know, just an accelerometer setup. 
that you'll place on your bed and over the course of the night it'll kind of map the vibrations and movement it'll pick that up and use it to register what cycle of sleep you're in or how much sleep you get yeah jake funny right you want to laugh that one out uh-huh i don't get the joke <laughs> pokemon is gonna penalize you for getting laid no i actually have, have a i actually have a comment on that later but um <laughs> okay go ahead but so what it does it'll use us the fact in- that if you have this thing on your bed you're never getting laid <laughs> um <laughs> it's either me or the pokemon go app get out of my house i got to get these sleep points um, how else am i gonna evolve this umbreon no they show get it out of my house. like they every single one of the like people like sitting it down on bed like <laughs> it's like always just one person yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh this is just awkward um <laughs> but so it'll use these ex- like this accelerometer to kind of get like a map and it you can <laughs> yeah and you you'll be able to use it somehow to play pokemon not while you're asleep even though it's marketed as such um presumably it'll use this as some sort of data point and then you can play some sort of dream world-esque thing with it yeah alternatively i think in all honesty this is more or less like a peripheral app as weird as this sounds to say a peripheral app for pokemon go right like this guaranteed it's made by niantic i guarantee you that this has pokemon go compatibility yeah it's not made by niantic yeah, it is. yes it is pokemon sleep is being produced by select button not niantic no they have it, the niantic guy come out and yeah he literally like walks through oh, right it's yeah they're using the sleep like, button or the play button or whatever so, it is to help develop the tech yeah yeah but the game the design all that's still going to be run through niantic because they have what's his name up on stage and he has this thing where he pulls out the pokemon plus or pokemon go plus and then he pulls out the pokeball plus and then he pulls out a hockey puck and he's like this is a thing now too um it kind of looks like like a pokemon police badge like you're under arrest. I'm a nerd. It's flat and kind of domish. It's a weird design. Uh, it definitely seems less utilitarian than the last two, but it's not too big, so I guess. No, I think it's fine. But um, yeah. So, like, if it, it seems, yeah, like you said, it's kind of like a peripheral for like a like a subsect to go. So while we're on the comment of uh, select button or whatever it's called. Me and Travis started playing Magikarp Jump the other day, and I'm already addicted to this game, and that game is super fun. Like, it's dumb amounts of fun. When did that game come out? Because, like, I played it when it came out. I feel like two years ago. Yeah, 2017. That was also when its last update was. (laughs) That's fine. The game's fun. Also, you can play the entire game without... That's cool. Um... You can play the entire game without microtransactions, and, like, that's neat. You can do that. Like, f- you- Nintendo, when Nintendo gets involved in these games, for the most part, they're relatively friendly to the user base. I've yeah. The only exception I can really recall is, and I haven't played it yet, is uh, the new Rumble game. Yeah, I've heard that you hit the paywall of, like, four minutes in. I think it was four, four hours. hours. But yeah. No, four minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was four hours. But, um, We're going to get Joel Merrick. Merrick to come down here. And he'll tell you what's what. Technically, I think he is above us, yeah. Laterally speaking. Um, 
He's a higher ranking Pokemon fan. Than no, us. I meant he's in the Britain, and I think that's a higher latitude than than Wisconsin. That's that's exactly what I just said. But let's sidebar into the other Pokemon app they announced, Pokemon Masters, because now that's stuff. Now that's exciting, and that is guaranteed, practically almost guaranteed a gotcha game, and it will take all my money, and I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, so I didn't really piece together exactly what that was about. Can you care to explain it? Yeah, sure. Um, So uh, they announced this game. Ken Sugimori had an idea. The splash art. You know how great. I designed, huh? Yeah. You know how I designed all these characters? Yes, Ken. Bring them back. <laughs> what if we just make like a weird, like sort of dating sim, but not dating sim, where you kind of collect two other trainers to be on your triple battle team, and then you like three v three other random trainers, some other being really important characters from like history and stuff and eh? like we don't know much about it we're gonna find out more and the whole app launches this year but like man this game like there's there's not there's not a whole lot to it okay from what we can tell if you could have but two also, pokemon characters as part of your triple battle who would they be okay yeah, yeah any two from the history of pokemon yeah uh i would say any human yeah any human character travis go cynthia and giovanni all right and Jake? Unless I can have that Brock from the... Oh, he just takes his shirt off? <laughs> Dude, that's been his thing for a while now, and I'm so glad... Yeah, oh, it was it. so funny. Oh, like, also, uh, it opens up with Blue going, Bonjour, and I'm like, I oh, know, he's yes, just French now. Yes. I absolutely love yes. that. Yes. Thank you. Well, because in Yellow version, if you remember, when you go on the SSN, he's like, Bonjour, Red, how are you doing today? And it's like... And then he goes and they talk about it, he visits Lumio City. Yeah, he just kept saying bonjour. He says bonjour, but he still kept saying smell you later, which was weird. Yeah, no, I agree. That's awesome. Uh, So him. (laughs) No, um, probably, in all honesty, Guzma and uh, Roxy. Okay. Uh, I want, like, Archie. (laughs) I don't know, maybe Cynthia or, like, Archie and then just a rando fisherman. Or Archie and, like, Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> Archie and Juan. Archie and Roddy. And Juan. No, I yes. want Juan no, no, and no, no, Wallace. No. Bring back Juan, guys. Where's Juan in all this? <laughs> I'm upset. No. Um, justice for Juan. So, Juan, Juan Justice. <laughs> he was wrongly removed from the games. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so here's the thing that I think about this, right? There's a few ways they can do this, and I'm assuming this is a gotcha game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this almost feels like it's got to be. So, they could make it that you ha- once you get a, like, uh, you unlock a character, right? Like, you gotcha a character in a specific outfit with a specific Pokemon. And then you can unlock additional Pokemon for them from their history of teams, and probably unlock additional outfits. That's my assumption of how this is going to go. Like, my issue is it doesn't really look like a gotcha game. I mean, obviously it's going to be to some extent, but it might not be so much... Like, it's not definitely like gotcha, micro, gotcha. microtransaction-based. Oh, for sure. Yes, but, like, it's... I don't... There, if You could literally be rolling for just the characters. Yeah. And they could have, like, bonuses or, like, a signature move that their Pokemon will know or something. Yeah. And then you could just collect Pokemon normally or something, but... No matter I'm what, I assume at least that there's some sort of energy-based... Like, pay cap mm-hmm. but 
No, I, I mean, like, this looks really interesting already. Like, I hate the fact that I want to play this game right away. Um, it's interesting also because Brock is wearing his Harkold Soul Silver outfit in the thing, not his, like, Let's Go or any whatever, and Misty's wearing her Let's Go outfit. Mm-hmm. So they're two different eras of outfits. And then also you have an Ace Trainer from um, Sun and Moon and an Ace Trainer from Oras. I was about to be, like, I didn't want to ask who those were. No, yeah, those are Ace Trainers. Okay, that's why so, I didn't recognize You know what's really cool about this, though? It's supposed to be out this year. Yeah. I'm assuming coming out late this year. Yeah, obviously. Like, likely, but... Yeah, still. Well, no duh, Jake. Like, they just talked about how it's, like... The way they talked about it, it sounded like it had a real short, like, idea to, like, we're working on it. Right. Oh, it's just cool. So here's the thing, right? Would I collect all the Pokemon characters ever and all their outfits and all their Pokemon? Yes. Because, like, okay, so here's the thing, I collect thing, the right? water ones, but yeah. Here's the thing, right? I unlock Cynthia. Oh, well, the Cynthia you got, her Pokemon is Spiritomb. What you really want is the Cynthia who's got Garchomp. You know what I mean? Or Milotic. Or Lucario. Ew. <laughs> or Roserade. I mean, honestly, just pick any Pokemon on Cynthia's team. Cynthia seems pretty cool. In general. But, like, it's like, you know... Uh, I listen to somebody mention like talk about it, and they're like, "Yeah, what if you get Gastrodon?" I'm like, "Don't, don't shit talk Gastrodon. Don't, don't you do that." Anyone who anyone who talks down on Gastrodon has not faced a Gastrodon, has not used a Gastrodon, has not been indoctrinated into the sea slug, uh, sea slug cult. cult. Yeah. Plus, like, also, like, instead of Gastrodon, she has Togekiss and Platinum. Yes. So, that's pretty good. So I think she's got a really solid team. Now, also, like, just different outfits, right? So you have anime-exclusive outfits, you have different uh, cartoon, or, like, uh, not cartoon, but different, uh, like, manga outfits, different um, outfits from different uh, games that they've been in. Like, we have Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee Misty, but they could easily throw in, like, HeartGold Soul Silver Misty. They could throw in, like... I mean, like, I feel like the possibilities for this are endless, and, like, that this game is going to be super fun. Um, like, the thing is, I don't think it's a gacha game. Maybe. I also... Maybe it's not. Like, you me, definitely like gacha games more than I do, which is to say, true. at all. Um, like, it doesn't... Like, based on my knowledge of gacha games... Which is, unfortunately, expansive. Which is, like, five games. Uh-huh. It doesn't look like a gacha game without knowing anything else. Like, we've seen nothing of this game to even make either assumption. Yeah, but I mean, like, the scenes where we have, like, this kind of stuff, uh, the screenshot where we have, like, Misty standing there, where it's, like, a dating scene, that doesn't seem like a gotcha game to me. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't think it's a dating scene, because she's, like, helping out other trainers is uh, what I like to do best. Regardless, there, we don't know a whole lot. It'll definitely be something I'm looking forward to hearing more about over the next. Oh, absolutely, definitely. Like I'm assuming because like it only shows your character with a Pikachu. I am going to assume that um, you are able to roll for individual Pokemon as well. There'll be you've got to be some. There's got to be some way to play without anything other than Pikachu. Like it shows that right. whoever you're allied with has a Pokemon unique to them or whatever. Because it shows in the triple battle scene, your partner with Brock and Misty. Brock has an Onix, Misty has a Starmie. Yeah. So no, what I was thinking is like, so like, you'd have special event events, right? Where like, normally you can roll Misty with a Staryu or a Starmie, or 
maybe like a polywag or something like that. But for this month only, you can roll Misty with a Psyduck, right? Well, yeah, and just be different banners. Yeah, more or less. And I think that's like a super interesting idea. And honestly, I think the problem Nintendo has with a lot of their other um, gacha games is people don't want to put as much money into them or even any money of them into the West because, A, like Dragalia Lost, those characters are all original characters. No one gives a crap about those characters. Now I have snooty princess character. Great, no one cares. Who is this character? They mean nothing to me. Uh, Fire Emblem, like the big complaint in the Fire Emblem... That uh, game just has a lot of issues. Gotcha game, yeah. Aside from the many other things, though, is it's heavily favoring, uh, what, Fates and... The other one? Awakening, yeah. Awakening, because those are the games that made it big in the West, right? And so, like, they want to, like, capitalize on I've that. heard there's, like, um, six or seven different Camilles or whatever her name is. The purple hair lady. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. I don't even need to say anything else. <laughs> purple hair lady is the most tactful way to describe her. Um, um, and, like, people are waiting for, like, the first of, like, some of their favorite older characters. Yeah. But. No, with this game, on the other hand, what I can see them doing is going, hey, you know what? Here's the magic carp salesman with a magic carp. And you know what? People would go ape shit. They would go nuts for that. People would love that. They could throw in Charon from Team Galactic, the scientist who has like a Rotom at best. Boom. People would go nuts to get that character. Buck from Platinum, the the dude with the red hair and the ponytail or whatever. Boom. People would love that. You can choose almost any named NPC in the Pokemon history and people would be super excited to have them. Yeah. Because people love this franchise, love this world so much, and all you're doing is expanding that world and expanding these characters further. Oh, oh my god, I got it. Travis. S-rank, five-star, whatever you want to call it, Joey and his Rattata. I actually heard somebody mention that in a, in a, a video talking about this, like, though they said that they think he'd be rolled at common, and I was like, mm, no. <laughs> no. He's it's like the, the top percent of Rattata. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're <laughs> correct, Brandon. They are wrong. Um, but honestly, the thing about this that excites, like this whole thing, one of the things that excites me most about this presentation is Pokemon Home. No, yeah, that's the exciting. That, Pokemon Home's the big one. Wanted to kind of save it till the end so that we could talk about the we're, biggest, best, yeah, we're, bestest we're about part near of this. the end of some of the stuff that's covered here, so I figured we could hop into it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's why like you were like, hey, why don't we talk about Pokemon? I was like, no, nah, let's talk about sleep. Let's talk about Pokemon Go. Take a nap. <laughs> Pokemon Go. Lie down. Well, what's interesting about it is, um, it's kind of a re-invigoration uh, of like the health and wellness thing that Nintendo was doing, and then the Nintendo dropped that. I think it was either earlier this year or the previous year, where they're like, yeah, we're gonna stop the fitness and like wellness life improvement aspect of like nintendo and just like continue with games or whatever but this feels like because i remember back during the wii era they were talking about trying to figure out a way to um help uh in what is the word i'm looking for here encourage uh positive sleeping habits and i think this is the way to do it right Mm -hmm. so like will i go to sleep and turn off my phone just so i can get a good night's sleep and uh be awake and rested for the next day absolutely not will i do it because they'll hatch my eggs absolutely not hell yes because you need it to be on to hatch your eggs we don't know about that it could have an internal memory and then go plus plus that's true no i mean like just actively using it right yeah it's like your phone is in sleep mode 
That's what I'm talking about, Travis. You said turn your phone off. Regardless. Sure. Regardless, yeah. Travis. I think you're There are no gourds in this argument anymore. He is trying to be pedantic lurge, and regardless of the situation, I am annoyed. No pedanticness. You know what I meant. Pokemon Home. The important thing here. So po- Brandon, Pokemon Home excited is... for the concept of moving Pokemon from Pokemon Go to the main games for a long time now. I'm not actually super. I don't. Go is less important to me right now. What's more important to me personally is Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu because it is so easy to get shinies on there. Like, sure, it's a lot of work, but right, right. Like, well, you oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to move or... so many shiny Pokemon to real games. I don't have just my shiny water teams. I like that you say real games because let's be honest, let's go Pikachu. <laughs> Look, I'm not, let's I'm go not beating around the bush. Are not real Pokemon. All let's go even Pikachu is to me now that I know that Pokemon Home exists is I'm just going to be occasionally like just shiny farming, shiny farming Pokemon. I like. Right, I'm just going to have a, a shit ton of red Gyarados. Yeah, like you know the Pokemon that really is the easiest Pokemon to shiny farm. <clears throat> it's up there. Um, but, <laughs> no, it's just, it's, like, now that I have the understanding that Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, can I can still keep them in the main games, it provides more value to it in a way. They, the presentation actually had a great point here, which was that mm-hmm. something unique to the Pokemon thing is that people have a particular Pokemon that they have kept with them for over a decade. My Umbreon. Yeah. My Umbreon I have had almost as long as I've known you, Brandon. Yeah, like, it's 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 completely unique that each of these things, although just a set of, like, data, has its own personal attachment specifically as that representation of that data. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the same no. if you just, like, clone it or whatever. It's not the same if you get one that's the exact same stats. It's specifically knowing that that single point has been with you this entire time. And that's yeah. that's that, in my opinion, is one of the best things Pokemon has going for it. And I'm really excited that we can now tie in these other games, where it doesn't feel separate. It now ties it all together. So one thing I'm a little worried about is because my Pokemon Bank is kind of wonky, and my my Nintendo account that's equipped to my 3DS is wonky, and I can't actually access it or hook it up to my Switch. And I'm worried that I won't be able to bank over stuff from my bank directly to my Switch. However, if that's the case, you can transfer it to the cartridge, and we, we'll find a way to work around it. We'll fit, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll... The worst case, you can just transfer it to my bank. Which is, yeah, what I was going to say is, like, we could do. But it's an interesting to note that the graphic they show says, shows one-way arrows from Go, from Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, and Pokemon Bank, but two-way arrows from uh, Sword and Shield, which I think is important and also a good thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's generally just how it works. Like, you couldn't transfer stuff from Pokemon Bank back to, like, pokemon box or whatever it was in gen 3 no no no. but like uh go i think is relevant and so is let's go pikachu let's go Eevee. i suppose but like again that makes sense pokemon go is currently only fourth gen it would make sense that there's no option to like have say like i can't transfer my Mimikyu from my pokemon bank to pokemon home to pokemon go because it doesn't exist in Pokemon Go or in Let's Go. That's just an issue of, like, current development. Yeah. But I think it's right. more of an issue with the fact that you can upscale information, but it's harder to just downscale and also just messier. Like, I'm interested to see how they're going to roll. Like, are they just going to do the random roll stats and slots and stuff for Go? Maybe. 
I mean, we already know how. Look at how it transfers to Pokemon Let's Go. Randomly. Yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, they even talk about how you'll now be able to like trade and manage your Pokemon inventory strictly from your smartphone. So even that if you is don't... the most exciting I thing in the world. Totally called. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. For a hot minute. Like you can just like be hanging out like or whatever, and like hey, can you trade me a thing? And like oh, I forgot my system. Or now you just pull it up and trade over the phone. It's so cool. It's... That's awesome to me because now I don't have to have my. Oh, I just pulled my earbud out. Dang it. Dang flabbit. Right. Dang flabbit. No, like, I can be at work and discussing with somebody, oh man, you know what I really need for my Pokedex? I still need Hoopa. You know what? Here, I can I can loan you this Hoopa. Cool. That's it. Like, just boom. Bada bing, bada boom, done. Here's a Hoopa. Yeah, that's awesome to me. Um, I can just give out synchronizers and breeding rejects on the fly. Yeah, oh, you know what, man? I was thinking about trying to breed a... Uh, uh, my Lodex. Yeah, here's here's a couple Feebas. Rad. You know, like that's it's it's awesome. I think this is like super cool. Also the fact that like I don't know, it's gonna be synced up on my my oh hmm. It's very exciting. I'm so excited about this. So this means is that you can just carry your Umbreon around with you all the time on your phone. My boy. My boy. It's very exciting to me. And yeah, so it's definitely something that I'm super excited to look forward to. There's a little bit of concern where I saw people wondering, so are they not going to be able to use Pokemon Bank or some way to transfer? Because this says it's coming out sometime in 2020. Um, right. And people were like, so am I not going to be able to get my old Pokemon on here for like a year? And if that is the case, I don't think it'll take a full year. First off, no. But you know January 1st, 2020, when Pokemon Bank. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's going to be obnoxious. But it took it took them a while to get bank working itself, and it took them a while to get bank to be like updated to Gen Seven, even if you remember. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not really super worried about that. Like, yeah, especially because it's not like for competitive. Like, I mean, again, competitive is not everything, but uh, it, it's not relevant for that since you need Pokemon that are caught in the region specifically or the generation. So mm-hmm. if it takes a little while. I'm willing to wait. Yeah, I'm willing to wait to make sure that it works. And yeah. uh, I guess the very last thing is something that I know Travis is pretty excited about uh, out of this thing. They, so am I. They announced that the Pokemon shirts are coming to the United States and Europe. Um, Which, like, Pokemon shirts is a really bad name for um, a brand, in all honesty. But Yeah, but, like, it is and it isn't. Like, on the one hand, it's kind of a boring name. On the other... It tells you exactly what it is. Right, but if you just tell me, yeah, I'm going to get one of the Pokemon shirts, I'm like, okay, so like, is it just like a t-shirt with Pikachu on it? Or, you know what I mean? Like, that's not really, but no, like, Pokemon shirts by, what, like? Original Stitch, I think it is. That, yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, go up one. Up a little bit more. Oh, cool. They have the... You remember how I said during the movie uh, where uh, Tim has the unknown t-shirt? Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Company just put that up on their PokemonCenter.com. Nice. So I'm, I actually w- I'm just went it. to the original Stitch website. And so there's three... Like, I just clicked for men. Uh, there's three options. You have men's casual button-ups, men's dress shirts, and men's Hawaiian shirts. 
and I'm excited for the Hawaiian shirts. So I'm going to click on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's like, it's basically build your own, like, slightly more professional looking, and, like, um, there's going to be, like, right now it's only out in Japan and, like, different parts of East Asia, but they're opening it up later in the year to Europe and America next. And so, yeah, you kind of get to customize it. Oh, this looks neat. Yeah, no, like, this has been out for a while. Me and Travis kind of fiddled around with it and considered trying to import it, but, like, it really isn't possible. I've got a Polyworld uh, poly pocket on my Diglett shirt. <laughs> Can you do that? That's what I'm messing with right now, yeah. Uh, it looks like the price is going to be a little up there, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm looking at $100 for what I selected so far. For one shirt? Yeah. Yowza. What did you get? What? How did you build it? Oh, just a Hawaiian shirt with a Jeez, Magikarp okay. and a Poliwhirl thing. Base fabric, Venomoth. Outer collar, Venomoth. Inner collar, Venomoth. Oh man, I am going to have more fun with this than I possibly should. Like, it's really cool that you can customize like every aspect of the shirt. Yeah. But man, a hundred dollars for one shirt. I can see a hundred for like the dress shirt if you're inclined to get a Pokemon dress shirt. I mean, I will now. Even then, that's a lot of money for a dress shirt. It is a lot of uh, money. If it like so, these are handmade. Um, I don't know the fabric materials or whatever, but presumably, so I was say like, it's, what's the material? Presumably, the quality on this will be good. The Hawaiian shirt at a hundred bucks—that is comedic. You need to have the kind of money that you can wear a Hawaiian shirt with confidence in order. To even think about buying that Hawaiian shirt. If you're one of the, if you're a person who's like, maybe I'll get a Hawaiian shirt for fun. No, that has to be your lifestyle. Well, I mean, like, I just want to get a casual, like, regular shirt. You know, they but, like, only have buttons up. A lot yeah. of money. They only have buttons up, button ups. Well, yeah, that's, I'm saying like a casual shirt. I'm not gonna get like a dress shirt. Yeah, I'll definitely buy one of those. Just maybe just one, but definitely one. Like the beadrill uh styling oh man i love this lapras one it's like lapras in different poses and then like different seaweed oh really go down to that travis i want to see it i realize we're still recording a podcast yes right we now. are yeah well, you, well yeah this is this is live action thrilling discoveries oh the cedar one looks really good the cedar one looks really good yeah this is cool this is cool yeah this is something definitely to look into like it's not out in america yet but it will be. Ooh, that Mewtwo one looks good too. I'm not a big fan of the Mewtwo one. Yeah, well, each not for own. like a full shirt. I'd get it on like the button or the cuffs. The yeah, Porsche sure. looks so, pretty cool. So let's let's take a second before we continue doing this off camera to just talk about what's happening next week. Next week, uh, Wednesday uh, on the fifth, there is going to be a Pokemon Direct. I think they said about 15 minutes, all about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, that's before E3 too, and then they're gonna have E3 st like stuff at E3 as well. So I'm assuming whatever we're getting for information, characters, any like a little bit of gameplay, new Pokemon, etc., we're gonna see actual gameplay and probably new Pokemon actually on E3. So I think next week um, we're gonna try to record another episode right away and get that out. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's gonna be really early in the morning too on Wednesday. I think it's like yeah. six a.m. Six a.m. Eastern or something. Yeah. Yeah, so 7 a.m. our time. No. Yes. 6 a.m. Eastern it's is 5, 5 a.m. our time. Oh, no! You are really bad at times. Oh, no! That means I have to get up at 5 a.m.? Because I will! 
I just don't want to. <laughs> I woke up at like 4 a.m. for an Australian reveal where they revealed Turtinator. <laughs> I remember that. It wasn't worth it? No, it was Turtinator. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Thank right. you all for watching. You can find us or listening. I don't know why I say watching. There's nothing to watch. So we'll have Thanks, like a everyone. splash screen. Nope, Travis. Travis is back. He'll probably be back on the next episode. We're hoping. We love this boy. Look at this boy. He's back. Look at this mensch. Uh, uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Twitch. That's not true. You can't. <laughs> Maybe one, you can find us on Twitter, once a, once YouTube, and SoundCloud at Lake of Rage Radio. Um, and just remember, do what you want as long as it's not wor- like, as long as it's worth Turtinator or more. I don't know how to phrase that. Live life to the fullest, but don't settle for Terminator.